Okay, you ready? I'm I was born ready, sir. Coming up on This Is True Really News Today. Really? Um, what's your first story about, Tom? Um, It's about stuff. Wow. Coming I, up today... I'm back on... in Colorado, but my sister-in-law didn't send it to me. Okay. Coming up today on This Is True Really News. Story from Colorado. That and Michelle didn't... That Michelle didn't send us. There you go. So please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News because you don't want to miss this kind of stuff. I mean, and we do it a regular. You know, Tone says we work six days a week, and I'm pretty sure that he's dead wrong. But other than that, he's yeah, right. What do you know? Yeah. I've seen your math skills. <laughs> I've seen yours. Senior. We don't have math skills. <laughs> and the worst part is I went to a private school and you went to a public school, so nobody's learning nothing. Yep. Proof. My education has harmed me. The scary part is somebody that played hockey with my kids when they were just little. Yep. Now in high school and before that, he had decided to play in St. Cloud, so he was playing for a cathedral. Okay. And the girls all look at me like, cathedral, fight, fight crusaders, big, brave, and bold. That's all I remember of the song that we sang all the time in school. You Sorry. are good. Nope, I'm not. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the manity. No, no, humanity. Oh, I thought that just meant it was. Oh, Hugh is not his first name. I thought it was a color thing. Sorry. Wow, we are just not right. Fountain, Colorado. Mar- Marlise Gross was trapped in her home. Now, you might think, well, it's Colorado. Could be a bear. Could be a moose. Could be a manatee. Could be an elk. Can't be a manatee. They're in water. How about Manitou Springs? Could have been a snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Nope. 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 She was uh, she was trapped in her house by tumbleweeds. Yes, if you've ever listened to Sons of the Pioneers, those tumbleweeds. Mm, the tumbling tumbleweeds. Exactly. They surrounded her house after a windstorm. That's how tumbleweeds move. Windstorms. Oh, any sort of breeze, they're off and running. I've seen yeah. westerns. Horrible. Look at that from the deck, Gross told KRDO-TV. <laughs> I opened the front door and it's full of tumbleweeds. When she tried to drive away, she said, I almost ran into the neighbor's fence because I didn't know where I was. I think they're going to have to start getting like tumbleweed blowers and tumbleweed shovels. That's a lot. (laughs) Why am I thinking of Eskimos and snowblowers? I don't know. I didn't know where I was. You know, you feel helpless. I thought it was just a bad dream. I know what we're going to do. How do you get rid of tumbleweeds? I'd burn them. Well, you got a Bic? Lighter? Give it a shot. Send them off to a neighbor you don't like that's downwind. You might want to fart at them, yes. You might want to be very careful, though, if you're going to use the tried and true method of flame because, well, they burn. And they roll. And they move rather easily with a breeze. And Mm -hmm. we don't want to be talking about the tumbleweed fire that you started (laughs) that burned half of the country. Oh, my. 
So a teenager who was bullied online for a year was shocked to discover the culprit turned out to be her own mom. Kendra LaCary, 42, from Michigan, Colorado, has been in, has been charged after allegedly sending hateful and bullying messages under a fake name to teenage students, including her own daughter. It follows a year-long investigation launched by Beale City Public Schools in Michigan, Colorado. Just so you know, people, they can follow where a computer note comes from. After Lakari's daughter and her boyfriend were subjected to abusive messages. During this time, Lakari was working as a basketball coach at her daughter's school. She was a basketball coach. Uh-huh. Lakari allegedly hid her location using software, had a variety of mobile phone numbers, and even blamed the messages on her daughter's classmates. Wow, that seems like a lot of work. Eventually, authorities were able to see her IP address, and please remember that. It was. Uh, it turned out it was popping in and out right before and right after the messages were going through. If you're connected to the internet, yep, you have a unique IP address. Yep, and they can find you. It One might more take time. some time. Yep, but they can. They can, and find believe you. me, they will. Police located bullying is right up there with murder now and baby yeah, rape. Exactly. Police located Lakari using her IP addresses and confirmed there were 349 pages of text and social media abuse allegedly sent by the mom to her teenage daughter. Why? Uh, we don't know. After being confronted with the evidence of the hateful messages by authorities, Lakari admitted sending the abuse. She's not revealed the motive. She faces five charges, including stalking a minor and obstruction of justice, which carries a five-year sentence. Give her all of it. Meantime, uh, you've earned the enmity of your daughter, you idiot. What? What? I... Well, it's like those moms that impersonate their daughters in high school, right? Go back and pretend yeah. they're, yeah, it's just crazy. But in this case, you're heaping the abuse on your own daughter. Yep. Well, and other people, probably to throw folks off the scent. Smells no matter how you do it. Right? Michael Sherwood and his son Kyle are from Cleveland. Colorado? They come. <laughs> yes. Michael is 58 and his son Kyle is 58. Of Cleveland, Colorado. Come from a long line of. 58-year-olds from Cleveland, Colorado. Come from a long line of morticians. Oh, boy. Speaking of reach, if, if you watch if you watch Wednesday, the TV show on Netflix. Yep. Adam's family thing. Yep. Jenna's spectacular. Jenna Ortega is spectacular. Okay. Wednesday. But Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm -hmm. She's Morticia. Plays right? Morticia. Oh, my. Now, for those of us who are old and watch Carolyn Jones. Yep. Yep. She was the perfect Morticia. She, oh, man, was she good at it. And had great balance because when you watch her walk in that weird ass dress they put her in. Oh, like yeah. How she didn't tip over. I'm thinking John Aston halfway every every episode was like, whoa. <laughs> me Adamia. Um come, so come if, to me, Vistika. Uh, and of course, um, what's his duck? Luis, I can't think of his last name now. Was was Gomez. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I know who you're talking about. My little death trap when he talked to his daughter. <laughs> I was charged with attempted murder. You, why did you tell me? I was ashamed I'd failed. <laughs> Where was I now? Uh, Michael Kyle Cleveland. A few years back, a friend wondered how he might have his tattoo preserved after he passes away. The two came up with an idea. Oh, yeah. now, if it makes it if it makes it to Oddity Central, you begin to wonder right away. I really don't want to know. So they fit. Sure, you do. Okay. They, you know, you do. Well, it's true, but I don't. They figured out a method for removing and preserving tattoos, and then started a business called Save My Ink Forever. dot com. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> right? Some of these, some of these things really are pieces of art," said Kyle. Not my daughter's broccoli, which looks like a tree maybe um I, sometimes it looks like a woman's bending over it's just very weird why broccoli i have no idea i understand the oreo i don't she has a duck that she says is a loon <laughs> and i think she is but that's a whole yeah, other there story. you go yeah. michelle if you blab any of this so help me <laughs> i will hire someone to hunt you down um where was i oh save my ink forever uh some of these things are pieces of art said kyle instead of having just the remains or the burial, families have actually a piece of their loved one. Okay, and on a if you started disturbing, if you started creepy and go all the way to disturbing, where would that fall in that scale? All the way through. It would just be all of them. Deeply disturbing. Exactly. Ugh. Just keeping. Creeping. It'd be it's icky. Tell the me. Sherwoods, they, tell me they ain't? didn't make a lampshade out of it. The sure. Thanks, Ed Gein. The Sherwood. <laughs> hey, look, Wisconsin the... guy. Google it. There's the belly button. The Sherwood. It's kind of wrinkled over here. Must be the elbow. It's the, we hope it could have been. <laughs> the Sherwood say their technique is proprietary, but it does take three or four months of work. While you're alive? I hope not. Families, <laughs> families are left with a parchment piece of art. We are trying to do this in the most dignified manner possible, Kyle said, with a straight face. There's there's your fail right there. Wow. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think of something that would be grosser, creepier, more disturbing, more disgusting. Are they are they taking like just little layers? All I could think of is like if you had your grandpa cryogenically frozen and then moved him from Norway to Colorado. That would be creepier. That would really be. But so that's let's, it. Let's let's take a palate cleanser, shall we? Oh, please. The Flathead Beacon Police Blotter. Yeah, baby. 12.25 p.m. Yes. So someone called dispatch asking to speak to the president. And really, 911 probably is the number to call. If you're calling the Pope, just dial one. <laughs> 2.20 p.m. A woman called 911 for the eighth time to swear at dispatch. All right, somebody pissed her off. See, well, the trouble in a small town, if they know who you are. Oh, they do. Um, I think it's the woman who wanted to speak to the president, and they said, we can't do that for you. 306. First, she's okay with the first seven times, yeah. but that eighth time. At 3.06 p.m., a shirtless man was unable to leave his driveway due to the imaginary dog that was trapping him there. He should have taken off his imaginary shirt, put it over its head. Well, I think he already tried that, and the dog ate the imaginary shirt. So, 3.20 p.m. Is there like... 
Is there like a, a home or somewhere nearby for the chronically weird? Well, I'm guessing it was the mentally disturbed, the guy on some sort of drug. Yeah, but it sounds like this every week. <laughs> 3 20 p.m. Two corgis were on the loose. Well, nothing, well, worse than two, nothing worse than two corgis on the hunt, boy. Well, if they're feral corgis, they might come out and beg for food. 3.57 p.m. The victim if you look a, at it, they'll sit up for it. <laughs> the victim of a camping gear theft was fairly certain it was part of a larger conspiracy involving the FBI. I think he's related to the woman who kept calling and asking for the president. No, wait a minute. No, that... <laughs> And finally, I'm just trying to picture if remember the old FBI show back in the day with Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Yep. I'm just trying to see him looking after out for camping gear conspiracies. I'm just <laughs> there's, there's a lot of camping gear moving across the country. You know, if you watch the FBI thing with Jimmy Stewart, that yeah, doesn't fit in there. No, it doesn't at all. Finally, a caller wanted access to the Supreme Court. Yep. Jay Edgar, we got we got. Melvin Purvis on the job. Not only did he get Dillinger, but he found out how to put the camping gear conspiracy. <laughs> when dispatch was unable to help, they said, I don't like you. Yeah. Thereby well, ruining dispatch's day. Welcome to our lives. <laughs> and we're not funny. No. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.